So hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, A Mobile With Day. The podcast is dedicated to elevating the dialogue on the topics that affect the lives of millennials. As you guys know, my name is Akila Hughes, and as always, I'm so happy and honored to be sharing space and energy with you. So hi. Hi. <laughs> What's up? I love the unity. Yes, right. <laughs> it's giving. <laughs> okay, so I'm here with two amazing women. I'm going to allow them to go ahead and introduce themselves. So Junie, say hi to my A-Squad. Hey, A-Squad. <laughs> it's Junie Boyer. I'm How are you? Say more. I'm doing good. Yes, you can say more. <laughs> Who are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm pretty great. Good. So, Junie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Junie Boyer, and I am a graduate registered nurse. Um, I am the founder and CEO of For Her Perspective, which is a nonprofit organization based out of Orlando, Florida, in which uh, we encourage, we empower individuals to overcome obstacles through networking, excuse me, through workshops, my apologies, through mentoring and through community outreach. And so I love empowering individuals and I love pouring into women. So I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> and then next we have Latrell. Hi there. Latrell, say hi to my A-Squad. Hey, A-Squad. <laughs> What's up? Like we should be doing like a right. Like, right. Like, 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 like. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How are you tonight, Latrell? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty um, great, actually. So Latrell has actually known me since I was 21. Yes. Yes, when I was interning at... Young Akile. I know, right? <laughs> she was a doll then, too. <laughs> Since I was, um, I interned at the Department of Children and Families, and Latrell worked there, yes. and we've just known each other ever since. I know, right? <laughs> That's so cute. When, I was <laughs> when did I meet you? You met me. Now you were younger. I was younger. Okay, wow. I was about to say, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. so you got a little sen- um, seniority of a cute. Like. I love it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think you met me when I was 19 or 20. Oh, wow. So this is just really great that you guys wow. get to see me yeah, all grown yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Very proud of you. Thank Very you. Proud, thank yeah. you. Yep. But Latrell, tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Latrell Williams. I am the owner of, or as I say, CEO, uh, instead Ooh. of CEO, of Polished by Latrell Nicole. We are a mobile and online boutique um, in Central Florida, specifically in Deltona, Florida, so basically, we offer versatile and effortless pieces to our uh, ladies. Ladies who wear multiple hats are always on the go. We like to give them pieces that they can day- take from uh, work tonight or, as we like to say, day to play. So that's what we're specializing in for the everyday woman. Okay. CEO. Yes. Gang gang. Yes, <laughs> I love gang. that for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on our episode tonight... We're going to be talking about a variety of things. Um, We're going to talk about a little bit about entrepreneurship because you guys are both entrepreneurs and a lot more people are becoming entrepreneurs, especially black women and like young black women. So I think it'll be great. And then we're going to be talking about black women and luxury and just the trend that is currently going around. So it's going to be really dope. Cool. Okay. But before we do anything on a mom with day, we do mental health check-ins. So it's just a, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Anything we need to hash out in this open healing space. <laughs> so how are you tonight, Judy? Doing good, doing good, doing good. End of the year, so I'm excited, uh, ready for it to come, but then, like, want it to slow down. And I have yeah. a birthday coming up, so I'm excited oh, about that. Oh, you have a birthday. Thank you on happy the 19th birthday. of December. All Woo. right. That's really close. What that are you is. doing for your birthday? I'll be in Atlanta. Right. I was supposed to be in Cabo, but that's a oh. long story. So we're not going there anymore, but... <laughs> You're going to Atlanta. I'm going yeah. to Atlanta, so I'm excited about that, seeing some family and visiting some friends, so... That's nice. Good. Okay. Yeah. Always good. How are you, Latrell? I'm good. This is my first podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm right. mad nervous, yo, but I'm no. excited. <laughs> You're a natural. I'm a Don't be. It's going to be great. Yes, it is. So, um, just kind of thinking about 2022. What are you most looking forward to in the new year? Um, 2022. I have a few things coming out in 2022 that um, I'm really excited about uh, because it, it really, I did it this year, right? I positioned myself this year so that next year I can actually manifest Come on, position. those things. And so, <laughs> yes. okay. And so I'm excited. I'm I'm just excited about next year. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be a perfect year, yeah. but I, I'm really, really um, optimistic about it. Mm-hmm. I'm positive. I think that, you know, great things are going to take place. Even when will. bad things happen, mm-hmm. 
that um, well, we're, we are already equipped, right, to mm-hmm. handle whatever is coming. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to get to work. I'm excited to be more out in the community, and I'm excited to, um, you know, network with women. And, uh, you know, I have something called Everything I'm Not, which is something that I actually launched in November, mm-hmm. which is a group of women that come together and we pour into one another. We encourage one another, and we aid each other and walk with each other through this journey of life. And so I'm excited for that to grow next year as well. You have an event coming up. I do. I have an event called, thank you, um, Blank Canvas, Everything I'm Not Blank Canvas. The one that actually took place in November was called Everything I'm Not Woman's Mixer. Um, And so we had a great number of people. We had vendors. And it was just very, it was a sweet spirit in the room. Like I've done Mm -hmm. events before, as you know. Mm -hmm. I used to do um, fashion shows and Mm -hmm. shows in Orlando. And so this is definitely something different because it's really focused more towards like towards uh, women and like the spiritual side. But it was really dope because there was a lot of women in the room and it was, you know, if you ever go into a, a place and full of, full of women and, you know, like you kind of sense like competition mm-hmm. or you sense that uneasiness mm-hmm. or you sense that, um, you know, like you just don't feel comfortable. Right. And it wasn't like that at all. And I'm not saying that because it was my event, but literally – it was just like everybody was so positive. Everybody was like, hi, how are you? Introducing themselves and networking. And it was just a really great space. So I'm excited just to see what God does with that. Like, that's another vision that God gave me. And I actually, you know, went out and I, I was nervous. I did it because I, I really felt led to do it. And so I'm excited to see it grow next year. I'm excited to see it flourish and just be more impactful. Like, yeah, I just want to live a purposeful life. So Period. I love yeah. that. I'm excited to see Thank you. Life. Thank you. That's a lot of pressure, though. <laughs> I bet. I bet. No it's a lot of pressure just being great. Yes. It really so, is. It really yeah. is. But we're all called to be great. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's your Me. So what am I most looking forward most to looking forward. in 2022? Taking the things that, you know, I've caught myself working on this year and kind of learning and stuff like that. And so taking those building blocks and applying it to next year Mm -hmm. and, you know, going higher, going for greatness. Like you said, everything that God has called me to be, that's actually something that I think I've had on my Facebook um, page. Is it kind of like the about me? And it just says destined for greatness. I love it. I love it. And I thought about changing it other times. No, I know. No, it's it's there for a reason. Right. Never change it. Yeah. For a reason. So just going higher and, and whatever I got and I can give the world and like you said, pour out into others, that's what I'm gonna do. I love it. That's what it's about. I just wanna say I think I'm a, I'm obsessed with you both. Aw. Like in a healthy way. Yeah. Okay. Not- <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's not play. in like stranger danger. <laughs> I know, just joking. We know you, so it's safe. It's Definitely. <laughs> okay. So something that I do every year is that I try to have like one word that defines my year and I always come back to that one word. So my one word for 2021 was focus. It was my year of focus. It was drawing in on what I'm supposed to be doing, listening to God, all that good stuff. So if you would, ha- if you had to think about one word that defined your 2021 year, what would you say it was? Preparation. Mm. That's good. And I already have my 2022 word. Period. So you have a word too? I do. Okay. And it's not something that I look for, like. It's just, yeah. it's downloaded in my yeah. head. It just happens. I'm like, right. okay, that's it. You yeah. Know? But I don't make that like, I mean, I know that when the new year comes, everybody's like, oh, new year, new me. Right. right. Or like they want to put the word out. No, this is really mm-hmm. just for you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to let people know what yes. your word mm-hmm. is. Like, yeah. you know, everybody wants to be all deep and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> you should have been handling your business throughout the year. Right. right. <laughs> but. Yeah, so. I'm deceased. This is hilarious. <laughs> Did you say you're deceased? Yes. I'm so done. I've never heard I that never before. Heard that one either. Wow. I think I'm gonna sip on that. <laughs> Preparation. That's good. What about you, Liz Crow? Mine, I would say, is necessary. Hmm. Um, I feel like everything that happened, like you said, it was a reason. Um, it was a purpose behind it. So I would say everything that I've gone through. This year, different stuff with business, different stuff with learning myself, with family. It was necessary for where God has taken me, so mm-hmm. I, I don't have any regrets about That's it. Um, I I just think it was necessary. Okay. Yep. I love it. So off the off the mic, I'm gonna ask you what your 2022 words. I are. can say it. I mean, I don't mind. If okay, you, if you want, because that doesn't 
me saying it won't change what, what it is. I put that on uh, Instagram the other day. Right. When people say your energy, like, don't tell people stuff because the energy is, no, God's plan is God's plan. Right, so right. It you now, you somebody from, wants to mimic you, what? that's their business. That's their More business. power to them. Yep. But, the, you know, you can never duplicate. What I got is what <laughs> I got because God gave it to me. That's right. Okay. But so, my 2020. Oh, okay, no. I'm so disrespectful. You want to be great, Judy. <laughs> tell us yes. your word. Yes. <laughs> I told you, when you were a speaker, you just like, you said blah, 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 blah. I'm so sorry, y'all. No, it's okay. <laughs> pivot pivot yeah what inspired it besides god obviously um i believe that since this year is my year of preparation that because i prepared not just prepared in thought and in action but in prayer right to kind of really ask god like what is it that i'm supposed to do um to ensure that you're not wasting time on visions and ideals and things that you think hmm. you're supposed to be doing you i mean just because it's a good idea that doesn't mean it's a god ideal yes and so for me um definitely I prepared this year I, I worked in private you know a lot of times people want to put out what they're doing and how they prepared and let every, you know let social media know that they did this and that they're getting ready no yeah. just when you do it you do it right you just let it come out so for me because I prepared um I believe that God is pivoting um me next year to excel in everything that I do and just pay, pl- place me excuse me in spaces and places that I never imagined that I would go to, not to be seen, but to be impactful. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited. I love this. Thank you. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm going to go write it on social media now. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to take your bio. Right, right. (laughs) Do you have your word yet, Latrell, or are you still talking to God about that? I'm still talking to God about it. I just feel like I keep having these conversations that is like folks are telling me, you're going outside your comfort zone and you know, that's okay. And that's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. Like I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Like, you know, so I I feel like I don't have a word, but if I could say what I feel is on the horizon is that I'm about to be stretched. Mm. I don't know, you know, how and in what dimension, but I feel like it's already kind of happening. So I feel like the the preparation is there, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the writing is in the sand. So next year, just get ready. Cause no, you can get ready now. You don't wait till uh, next year. You got I'm it. Like, I'm mad nervous. You got it. <laughs> I mean, if you're not scared, come on. Yeah. Like, you have to That's be nervous, true. right? Because you realize that it's bigger than you. Right. Right? And right. so if you're not scared, then... It's really, you can just snap your finger and it's going to happen. Right. But because, you know, that's not the case, right? Because God's going to have to do his thing do in order to thing. make it really be what you want it to be. And so, you got this, girl. <laughs> it's the inspiration here. for yes. me. Aww, it's, thank you. <laughs> it's you guys for me. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, my 22 word of the year, well, word for the year, is creativity. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's funny how God kind of works because for 20... 20 I was really like all about my podcast like a moment with they was taking off yeah. and I was like yo this is lit this is why I'm award nominated like yeah. I'm practically famous come on come on I told the influencer okay. <laughs> right right I'm trying to get on your level yeah <laughs> and my word was intentional mm-hmm. and then yeah. um for 2021 COVID year it was really weird for a lot of people but yeah. I knew that my word was focused so I got my big girl job. I transitioned to my career, and I was like, "Oh, this is lit!" But my podcast kind of took the back burner. Mm-hmm. But 2020 covered it, so right, right, I right. could kind of take that time. Right. So now in 2022, now that I have everything balanced, I can be more creative. Right. That's so creativity. Awesome. awesome. Okay. You know, yes. just let's go. Being great. It's been a little God's girl. Yes. <laughs> I always love when you say that. God's girl. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. So um, entrepreneurship is a really complex career (laughs) for a lot of people. But nowadays, I think with Generation Z, then like millennials, a lot more people are considering entrepreneurship as like their full-time job. Like this is how they make a living. So kind of thinking about your lives and your businesses and your nonprofits, what do you think was like that breaking point or like that moment that made you say, I want to do this? really good question I don't think necessarily you wake up like well I can't really say that so I don't think you grow into thinking like you're going to have all these different you know businesses and different tasks 
um, I just think that the way that your life ends up, like the journey that you take, that's what causes you to tap into entrepreneurship and tap into different arenas and spaces. And so for me, I mean, I never thought that I would be doing anything that I'm doing now, from speaking Mm -hmm. in public to women to events to ministry. Like, I'm a whole deacon out here, you know. Hello. (laughs) And I don't say that to boast. Um, I really don't even like saying it. But (laughs) um, not in a bad way, just, you know, like in ministry, period. Like, I just never thought that I would – I guess I never thought I was capable, really, mm. of, of doing any of it, right? Because I'm looking at myself, but I'm not looking at myself how God sees me. I'm looking at myself how I see myself, mm-hmm. right? With my flaws, with my imperfections, with the things that I need to work on. And so, yeah, entrepreneurship, I think, is different person to person. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason behind entrepreneurship is different from person to person, mm-hmm. right? Some people jump into entrepreneurship because of struggle, it's like, okay, this nine to five is not doing it. Like, I need to figure out something else. Yeah. Some people jump into entrepreneurship because of purpose, right? They just find themselves, right. you know, having a nonprofit, <laughs> not even like anticipating or ever thinking that they would jump into on, you know, being um, in the nonprofit sector or uh, being a public speaker. It just happened, right? And so I think that our journeys in life is what causes us to jump into the different entrepreneur. Um, things that we decide to join. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. That. No, it does. <laughs> it does. I can agree with that too. But I feel like for me, um, it was just kind of like something I wanted to do, a passion. So I started it before COVID. And then, like I said, I got pregnant. But then after that, it was like, this is something that I really want to do. Like, I, we're going to keep going with this. Um, We don't have all the answers. And the biggest thing for me in my journey thus far has been following people on social media. But at some point I had to go back and unfollow people because the comparison got real. Mm. Yes. Oh, my God. Help us. Lord. So it's, you know, all you see is the glitz and glam like Mm -hmm. you know, social media shows us anyway. People show you what they want to show you about their lives. Mm -hmm. But I was seeing that and it's like, well, God, why is this not happening? Mm -hmm. Then I'm comparing my followers to their followers Mm -hmm. and it's, it's just too much. And I finally said that, um, just the other day, like, however God intends for my platform to grow, maybe this is not it. Maybe I'm, I'm shortchanging myself and it's supposed to be, you know, my thoughts of polished confessions and what that looks like. I'm just looking like, okay, boutique, I like clothes, da, 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 you know, and it's supposed to be bigger than that. So I think, you know, that was something I had to learn in entrepreneurship, wanting to do it, but it's a lot to it. I still have my nine to five job, Um, you know, so family nine to five, going home, trying to watch different Zoom meetings and be on different, you know, stuff and research and YouTube University is one of the best things out there, you know, in my opinion. And then waking up the next day and kind of doing it all over again, um, it can be a lot, but it's not for the faint at heart. I feel like Mm. people who started it out of, uh, you know, I don't want to go back to work or whatever the situation is. You when last. What you will not. If that's the reason. You yeah. you will not. And you have to pace yourself. Like, mm-hmm. that's another thing that I learned um, as well. And when it's, when it's my time, it's going to boom. Definitely. And I'm, Definitely. I'm good with that. Can so, I just say something real yes. quick? So, Latrell just said something that was really, it was actually powerful because you were um, talking about how you have um, one entrepreneur um, endeavor that you're in now but that like it's opening your mind to want to do something yep. different right but kind of like correlates with it right but more impactful and yep. so that caused me to think that you know a lot of times like you're into something a lot of times you want to pursue an entrepreneurship journey you really don't understand at that moment right what it entails, you don't even understand at that moment what you're really going to do with it or what it's going to be. Right. And so, like, mm. just like you, I started off selling a jewelry. Wow. I had a business called Juju Bijou, which is how I met Akili. And I used to do shows in Orlando. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I thought that that was, like, my entrepreneurial journey. Like, that's what it was going to be. But that really prepared me on how to do business, on what to do, on what not to do. Wow on how to deal with people, you know? And so what I thought was just like a jewelry business, like 
God shifted my whole thinking. Wow. And although I had ministry in me, you know, from a child, and I believe that, I, you know, that's really my purpose is to really pour into women. That's my ministry. I didn't realize at the time selling jewelry, having those shows, and doing what I was doing was preparing mm. me for, you know, for that purpose walk for what I'm doing now. So just because you start in one thing does not mean that, you know, that's it. Yep. You know, God may just shift your thinking and you'd be like, what? How did that come about? So, yeah. that's And that's, I guess, the thing I'm a little nervous about because I find myself when I kind of talk and it's like, okay, you know, this kind of comes out of polished confessions that I've talked to you guys about before. And then, you know, people are like, oh, you preaching. And, and I'm like, <laughs> Not what I was trying yeah, to do. But Lord. if it's but, in you, it's in you. You yeah. can't even tame it, even if you yeah. wanted to. You can't muzzle it. That's you true. You gotta let it flow. And, That's true. Yeah, and just growing it. Yeah. Like I'm not I don't consider myself the business guru and you know, even when I was doing Juju Biju, like people see me as this big business. Nah, I was very, very small business, right? I hardly knew anything, but I never operated like and I was small. Yeah, I always yeah, operated yes. like I, you know, I was big. And even now, everything that I do, it's I big. don't do it big to be seen. I yeah. love to say that because a lot of times people do things, you know, they want to mm-hmm. look lavish and have like this big event and do all these big things. But no, I want to do it to be impactful. Right. And so, yeah, I just want to say a little That's caveat. Good. <laughs> good. I love that. I feel like it's the same thing with podcasting. Because there's so many different podcasts. So people always kind of ask me when they want to get started. Oh, like, what made you want to get started? And it was just something that God wanted me to do. But then you see, like, a lot of other podcasts, but then, like, they fall off. Or they don't have one season. Because they don't have no substance. And then you never yeah. see them again. Or it was never your purpose. Like, right. you were never supposed to be here. Right. Because That's good. Being a podcaster is yeah. a lot more than just talking. Exactly. Just like being a I boutique like owner talk. is a lot more than just right. selling clothes. Yeah. Right, or right. having a nonprofit is a lot more than just mentoring some young girls like there's so much that goes into it that people don't always see so you know just a little gang gang (laughs) okay so you both have your nine to fives definitely and you are both entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. literally you're a mom and a wife that's a lot and then you need you serving your church Yeah, I do a lot. I feel like I need, like, a double Junie. Like another, I was telling <laughs> a friend that today. No, I'm serious. Like, especially for this last month, I'm like, how am I going to do? But, I mean, you just have to you just have to go for it. How do you find a balance? Or do you feel like a balance exists? I mean, I think there has to be a balance because if there's not, you'll go crazy, mm-hmm. one. And then, I mean, you'll neglect the responsibilities of your entrepreneur or your job. Like, I have a nine-to-five. I'm a support coordinator for a pediatric department for mm-hmm. Health First. And in doing that, like, you know, I'm working my nine to five, but I'm also working my other businesses at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think also planning is major. Mm-hmm. If you are, you know, a wife, a mother, if you are a student, if you have a nine to five and you have this entrepreneurial journey and you're taking courses at night to perfect your mm-hmm. entrepreneurial journey, yeah. you need to plan. You need to ensure that, Maybe on a Saturday, like you are literally planning out your posts. Let's just say you, you know, you are the type of entrepreneur that has to post, right? When I say has to post, there's, unfortunately, I hate the posting thing, but in order to keep up with what's taking place on social media and with the world, like you have to be seen on social media for people to know what you're doing and for people to take you serious. And so planning it out, like literally planning your whole month in one Saturday, Right. Mm. In an hour, it may take an hour, it may take two, but that takes time away during your week where you don't have to, you know, take time from your nine to five or from your children or your husband. And you're able to put it in something else because you've already planned, you've already prepared. Um, So I think preparation and uh, time management Mm -hmm. (laughs) is major. Um, If you work on your time management and you prepare, I mean, not to say you won't be overwhelmed, because I just think that's life. You have moments of being overwhelmed and moments when you feel like oh my god like I need a vacation that's life but after you have those thoughts you bring it back and you say okay I got to keep going right what's next mm-hmm. yeah. I agree yes. I'm a huge planner okay she good yeah. well I can tell by the way uh like what you said <laughs> so, so yeah right right that's really good and so that actually allows people to take you serious mm-hmm. yes yeah like if you just sent me a text message and like you know hey Right. I'd probably be like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, you know? I would, so I yeah. wouldn't be giving. Right. Not, right. Yeah. Right. It'd be giving, but not what we mm-hmm. wanted to, right to give. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. What about you, Latrell? How do you balance 
everything that you do. So calendar, calendar is really big, communication, so, yeah. you know, making sure my husband is understanding, hey, I got this, this, and this going on, and just all of the priorities and different things that I have to do. Like you said, I was just talking about planning out. I want to plan out all of January, you know, now so that that is done and that's one less thing that I have to worry about. And I am not by nature a planner. I hear a lot of people say that, and I recall that of you, Akile, but that's, like, not my thing. I've always said since I was in high school, I remember telling my parents this, like, I do my best work under pressure. (laughs) But you can't do that. (laughs) Right. Right. I think I do my best work under pressure, right? What could it be if I actually planned it Mm. out? So, you know, being an adult, having children, having to balance all of that, all of their schedules, I tell them, like, my mind never turns off. Like, you know, it's it's just constantly going. So, like you said, having the 9 to 5, um, and then having the business and trying to do all that at the same time and then being involved um, in the church. I'm our church administrator. So, you know, when my pastor needs something, he's, he's sending the message in the group. He's texting me. He's calling me. He sends an email like and I have seven different emails, just, you know, one for the kids, one right. for my husband and I just all of that. Keeping up with all of that. I decided to, you know, help. I'm like I'm a singer in the back ground singing right. in the background but you know I, I volunteered <laughs> to help with our praise team so it's just a you know lot. a lot and my mm-hmm. husband looks at me sometimes and he's like I, like I don't know and how are you gonna balance all this I'm like it's gonna work specifically when I know that I prayed you know about something and I know that I'm doing God's work he's on he's gonna always mm-hmm. make it work out you know and living in Deltona but working in Orlando that I for traffic you know, is no joke, and that in and of itself can be stressful and take time that you feel like, I don't have for this extra, you know, accident that's on here, blah, 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 but it always works itself out. So learning to be more intentional with my planning um, and I won't say cutting everything out because I do have kind of a problem with saying no, um, but but I'm, I'm working on that because I feel like I have to plan uh, and be intentional about what I do because, mm-hmm. you know, Everything will fall by, by the wayside if not. So, mm-hmm. we're working on that. You're on a great track. Thank you. I'm gonna start doing like planning with a sessions. Oh, <laughs> yes. Share some tips and stuff. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, the people. Said, when you said planning January, like that's really good. You have to like yeah. literally. My whole year is planned next year. Oh, that's really? awesome. yeah. I but, need to. I want to get like you. Yes. Like what? No, but that. it has to be like having a nonprofit. Like yeah. you have to schedule events. You have yeah. to schedule time that that's you're going true. to the shelter. That you're going to, you know, this group home. That you're gonna be doing this and that. And so I, my first two years, I, yeah, planning. <laughs> no, it was not really my forte. Right. I had to really grow into it. Right. right? And so. Yeah, planning is is key. It really is. Yeah. Like, and then you you have something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. And like, you don't overbook yourself. Yeah, yeah, which like, is a real thing. Yeah, it is. No, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot, I double booked. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, planning is key. So, um, to kind of before we transition on out of entrepreneurship, so like everyone kind of has those days where you know you're just not really feeling it. Like, this is for the birds. Yes. <laughs> I say that a lot. <laughs> you don't. I say it all. Yeah. Well, no. I, say I do. I'm not that deep. I say that a lot. <laughs> oh my God, it's for the birds. So how do you continue to like keep yourself focused on the main goal and on the purpose and on the work that you're doing on those days where it feels like really hard? I think I try to, um, well, that is what I do, try to connect to God and, you know, just like you said, God's girl, hey, God, this ain't working. <laughs> Yeah, today this is this is not it if I need to cry like I will go you know once the the kids and the husband are off to school if I'm able to work from home I will go into a full terry around the house like just me and my worship music and you know and all of that and I I generally get that refill um that I need from mm-hmm. it but it it is it is a lot and some things I feel like you know I try to listen to maybe where it's coming from, maybe where the anxiety is coming from, because, you know, going back to that comparison, is that why I'm feeling like it's not working? Because I'm, you know, not feeling successful because I'm looking at somebody else's, you know, success and gauging mine. Um, or like, what is it? Is it truly that's that's going on? So I just do, you know, my best if I need to call and reach out to somebody, you know, else about it, if I need to you know, talk to my husband if I need to write it down. Like, I've been trying to be intentional with the journaling and mm-hmm. kind of, like, writing stuff down um, as well. So it's it just really depends 
on the day, but I've I've definitely had my moments with that comparison thing where this is this is not for me. So I just need to, you know, give it up. But I feel like at the right moment, that's another thing too. God will send somebody that says, Latrell, I see you and you're doing a good mm-hmm. job. And it's like, wait, what? It makes a difference. It does. And you feel like if I'm not getting, well, at least for me, I got to only tell my story. If I'm not getting no likes or no feedback, then it's like people don't see me. They don't like what I'm doing. But then I, I get that and it's like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. And it's not necessarily confirmation from people that, that does it, but I feel like God, you know, sent that message and knew what I needed at that time. And, you know, there it was. Definitely. So, yeah. And that just really goes to show that social media is not what you think it oh is. My goodness, it's like, really at all. It really isn't. If I, I really wish it, like, I could not be on there. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I have yeah. No choice. Yeah. No choice. Yep. <laughs> to be on there. Yep. But it's, it's mentally draining at times. Mm hmm. Um, not necessarily because you're competing, but I think just seeing, like, it's like yeah. seeing like a whole bunch of lights and it's blinding you. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't see anymore. Yes. Like, you know, so, um, yeah, I, um, social media is like, yeah. I like frequently take social media breaks. I mean, you That's have good. to, mm-hmm. you have to. And Latrell was speaking and as she was speaking, you know, I feel like if we never get to the point that we're tired and frustrated and overwhelmed, like you're not human. Yeah. Mm. right because no matter how rich you are or poor you are like there's things that's going to overwhelm you yes. and a lot of times it derives from doubt or mm-hmm. um not feeling accomplished mm-hmm. and i think it, it it's okay to feel like that at times yeah. right it keeps us humble but i also think it's important for us not to dwell in that thought right, right. because that's where depression Mm. comes in right that's anxiety so like you're overwhelmed for a week but then that week like you stay in the house and you don't want to you know you don't want to mingle you're not picking up your phone like so you have to be able to get yourself out of that that stance and the way that i do it is like you i'm definitely a woman of god and i i love worship but i also like having people in my life that i can be real with right that i can call i'm like i'm not feeling it today girl Mm -hmm. like uh it's a really tough day um, you know, like, of course, you're not going to go, well, hopefully, social media is a different story, but hopefully you're not going to go on social media and, like, express your feelings to people that really don't care about right, you anyways. Right, right, right. Let's just be honest. But at least you can have that one or two individuals where you can say, you know, like, I woke up crying this morning. Right. Like, if you're a woman, you understand what I mean. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like, you get it. You know, you just wake up, and you don't know, why are you crying? Like, okay, yes, yes. hormones probably going crazy, but... There's other reasons, too, and so you have to be able to balance and know that I'm not emotional because anything is wrong with me, but it's just we're women. Right. It happens, right? right? And being able to understand that I can't let my thought process in the moments that I'm emotional take over because I'll do something stupid or, you know, I'll say something or I'll dwell in that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I tend to kind of take myself back and say, okay, it's just it's just one of those days breathe like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not going to be on social media today or mm-hmm. I'm going to take some time and do something that you know makes me feel relaxed and makes me feel comfortable um and so I'm a foodie so like cooking or going out to eat with a friend yeah. you know it, it sounds like simple but like whatever is your thing mm-hmm. find it and do it mm-hmm. you know because life happens mm-hmm. you can't control that no matter how good your bank account is like it does not right. matter. Life happens, and how we so deal with life is is definitely important. And so, yeah, frustrations coming. Mm-hmm. Awesome, guys, take all these gems. <laughs> 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 okay, so kind of transitioning to black woman and luxury. <laughs> okay, so when you hear black women and luxury, like what comes to mind? Like, what do you think about? Honestly, yes. Black women in luxury, cars, um, attire. Uh, I mean, that's just our generation. Uh, purses, mm-hmm. um, right? Because that's what people consider luxury. Like when you have a Louis bag. Yippee. Right. right. Nothing wrong <laughs> Yippee. with a Louis bag, right? right. I'm, I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. I mean, if anybody wants to gift me one, I Hello. will definitely send you my contact information. But, right, real quick. But I'm just saying, like, we kind of go with the material things as luxury, yeah. right? But for it, I guess it depends on your mindset, yeah. right? Luxury can be your house, yeah, your car, you know. It can be what you like to eat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 
are you a Whole Foods person? Are you a, right. a Winn-Dixie person? Right. Like, mm-hmm. So I think it varies from person to person. But in just this day and age that we're living in, it's like more material things, more things that can be seen, mm-hmm. right? Not assets, but mm-hmm. things that we're wearing, right? Things that we can actually show off. Like mm-hmm. that's luxury to people. Mm-hmm. So right. I think when I think of luxury, I think about like trips. Trips. That's me. I love mm-hmm. trips. Um, That's good. Well, just like when I hear like black women luxury, like think of all like That's social good. media and like what we see. Like we see like the influencers there, right. and all, they're all around the world. Like they get like these sponsored trips, and right. you see like the the YouTube hauls where they're like unpacking oh, yeah. things. That's true. I, I love watching those. Like, they just calm me down. I'm like, oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what kind of goes through my head. I think about, like, designer purses or, like, gowns or Gucci, Prada, Chanel. Like, all that stuff. What do you think about it? I think about the same thing. Like Mm -hmm. you said, the the bags, the hair, the lashes, the Mm -hmm. nails, the body being done. Right. Oh, my God. That is, okay, can we, wow. That's That's a trend. uh, Yeah, that's I'm gonna keep my mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a norm. It, it is. is. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I just feel like this luxury life, like, is causing us to go into debt to like mm. look it good, is. right? Like you do the butt today and tomorrow you're gonna wanna do something else. The like, waste. We can always find something, right? Always. That needs to be that done. needs to be because even yep. me, like I don't feel like I have a perfect body, right? right? Mm-hmm. Cause we judge ourselves. We mm-hmm. have point blank period. Yep. If you have big feet, if whatever, yep. you judge yourself as a woman and that's normal. But I think we kinda get so consumed with how we look that we allow the world to make us like do these things and, and they don't bring fulfillment. Like you're they still don't. empty. <laughs> so. Still empty, and then I've I've heard a lot of ladies that said, "Well, they didn't really suck it out real good like they should, or now I have this scar." Like you said, they want to mm. go back and get something else. And you know, I heard of this one person who, I guess, couldn't get any more on the day of the surgery, but wants to go back and get more. And it's like, well, how? What, what did you want a full transformation? So you know, when I see you on this picture in high school, you look nothing <laughs> like that, you know, anymore. And I think it is. For me, it's the young girls thinking that that's what it's supposed to look right. like. Right. I'm like, where are you getting this money from? Right. Because this thing is not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. So what do you consider as a luxurious life? Like, as a black woman, when you hear that, like, if you say, well, I want my life to be luxurious, what does that look like for you? For me, definitely. Anybody who says that they don't want luxury is lying. Mm. <laughs> Um, for me, it's traveling. Like mm-hmm. when you said traveling, I, I lit up because I love it. I think that you can't put a price on that. Mm-hmm. You can't put a price on memories. To say that you've been, I've been to Paris. To say that you've been to Puerto Rico. To say that you've been to Canada. To say that you've been to Europe. Mm-hmm. Like you can't put a price on that. Mm-hmm. There's people that you know will never be able to say that they've mm-hmm. been to those places, right? Not necessarily because they can't, but because they don't really try to go for those mm-hmm. things. People think that it's like you have to be rich mm-hmm. to right. travel. No, you just have to be a good planner, right. right? And you can make it happen. So traveling is like I can just see myself traveling around the world. I feel like I should have like a good two to three main trips a year to feel like like I've had a good travel year. Mm-hmm. And so COVID kind of stopped that. Um, and another thing for me, um, I think that where you live, should be a luxury. Mm-hmm. Like I said, luxury is different from person to person, but of course everybody wants a nice house. And when I say luxury, I don't necessarily have to live in a million dollar mansion, right? That's for me at this place that I am in my life, that's not realistic, but living in a place that you wake up to every day and you're content about the space that you're in. Yeah. Right. Cause I feel like your, your home is your, it's your palace. It's your garden of Eden. Right. It's the place that you you either build creativity from or the place that you're frustrated at. I mean, yeah. it really depends on you. So just having a place that I'm like really really excited about, like to me, that's luxury. Like my home, that should be luxury, right? right? Um, of course, nice cars. Cars are nice, but they lose value the moment you drive out the lot. So next. Um, <laughs> Luxury also for me is being able to pour into other people. Mm, so one reason why I, you know, pray that God would bless everything that I'm doing is so that I can be able to bless other people. I yeah. know people say that all the time, but they really don't mean it. But I literally know that if I ever was rich, that I would probably be poor like the next day, not because of me using the money, you know, in a bad way, but because I'm a giver. Like I would literally want to help 
you know, as many people as I can, (laughs) right, and pour into people and, uh, you know, put things in place that will always be able to feed people, right? right? And so for me, that's luxury. Like, so, hey. That's good. I love that. That's good. For me, it's it's family. It's anything happy. Like, my sister was just saying for Thanksgiving when I'm like, you know, everybody's just over. It's Halloween and then it's Christmas. Like, I don't know if it's not enough decorations out there for Thanksgiving or what, but, like, Thanksgiving is my happiest holiday, but it's because of the tradition of our family. That's like good. All of us getting together, mm-hmm. my great-grandma and, you know, all of that. So we don't – I don't have my great-grandparents anymore, but being with my parents is now, you know, an expectation that I have. Like right. on Thanksgiving, we're going to be together. We're going to go up there. They're going to come down here. So anything family, like family time. But I'm a very simple girl. We can be at the house chilling, Netflix and chill together. Like that's good. Like you said, traveling, anything that that just brings me a peace, you know, th- that I don't have that allows me to be still for a second. All of that is like luxury for me because a lot of people specifically with COVID lost people, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, lost a, a lot good. of a lot of family, mm-hmm. right? And just things that we took for granted, like seeing people. My my uncle, we lost him earlier this year. He lived in Miami. I hadn't seen him in years. Like, it's, it's no excuse for that. So just taking, like, that's not a, a small loss. That was a, a big loss for me. But just taking those simple things and saying, like, hey, I got to be more intentional right. on, you know, on my happiness. That's and that's, that's that's what people, because he's no longer here. And, and then in the manner in which you know, he left somebody else's death, made me trigger and say, let me call and check on my uncle. And unbeknownst to me, he was in his home deceased. Like it, it was that, it was that deep. And just that simple, he was taken. And it wasn't because of COVID. It was because they believed that, you know, he had a stroke. So luxury to me is, is living another day to, you know, have happiness to be with my family. Just love it. Not taking it for granted. It's definitely a different outlook. Yeah. Like both of your perspectives compared to like what we see. Right. Yeah. Well, I think of luxury like where I where where I want my life to be when I think about luxury, I think about freedom. Yeah. Just like freedom to just do things. Yes. You know, to travel. Like I'm taking my first trip out of the country next year. Where you Congratulations. Going? Oh, South yeah. Kinda. Okay, sorry. I'll tell you. I'll sorry. Tell you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry guys. But I'm going Private. somewhere. <laughs> you know, paparazzi. Right, but when I think about my life, like, five years from now, I want me traveling out of the country to be easier than yeah. what it is now. Yeah. With, like, the planning and the stuff like that, which it's still great that I even am able to go. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be easier. Like, I want the freedom to, like, have the time and things like that. Yeah. So I think freedom, that's what I think about. That's good. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Yes. So kind of thinking about social media, do you think that social media – hinders people's views on luxury or is it like a positive or a negative impact i was just gonna say i feel like it can be both Mm -hmm. because i've I've seen friends that aspire me like dang they somewhere else let me message them and say hey let me (laughs) hook me up with your travel agent because i want to be like you when i grow up like i have a specific you know old co-worker that i tell him that about him and his wife all the time like hey I, i need to figure out give me the tea you know, on what's going on. So I feel like it can be good in that manner because it gives you something to aspire to, you know, and maybe I'm too small minded and boxed in and thinking that this is all that the world has to offer. And I can't go there, like you said, because I'm not planning and just mm-hmm. thinking, oh, it's too big. It's going to be too much, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then I also think it, it's, it's like good and bad. I won't. Sometimes I say the Internet is the devil. Or social media <laughs> is the devil. And I think it's just all in how you use it. So I do think, you know, depending on what you're looking at and how you're looking at it and how you're viewing it. And if it is something that, like, why, what is it making you aspire to? Yeah. Is, it, is it for growth? Is it for good things? Is it for memories? Or is it to keep up with the Kardashians or whoever else and be able to say that I did this, this, and this? Because honestly speaking, I think, you know, that's kind of like why we're into the name brand and all of that. It has gotten away from, oh, this is a good bag. It's just about the name. You know, or to say you have however many bags, you know, in your house or however many cars like you these celebrities you're never gonna drive the car are you gonna drive it and blah blah you, it's gonna go in the garage but to say that you have it and to take the picture next to it so I feel like it's the same thing you know with with luxury and what we see I'm gonna go like you said get this BBL because 
when I take these angles, you know, on, on social media is, is good. And I'm, I'm living this luxurious life, but in all actuality, I'm hurting inside. Right. Yeah. Dying. So <laughs> what you said earlier, what, what you call it? Deceased. Right. Just dead. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's real sad. But her body so. is not though. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my well, goodness. it is, right? right. <laughs> what about you, Junie? How do you think social media influences the luxury lifestyle? I definitely agree with Latrell. I feel yeah. like good and bad. Yeah. Um, I think it's all about your mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a unstable person on social media, mm-hmm. you know, will stay depressed, will be overwhelmed, mm-hmm. will feel like, you know, they have to be bankrupt. Right. And, <laughs> you know, they live in paycheck to paycheck because they're trying to, you know, look like mm-hmm. the next door neighbor. <laughs> you know, so I really think it's it really depends on your mindset. And if you aren't a strong individual, then, I mean, even when you are a strong individual, yes. let me just say that, social media could be, like, a little overwhelming, you know, or you feel like you're not successful. I think that's one of the biggest things that social, the negative things that social media may do to somebody that's strong or not strong. Yeah. Um, is that it makes you feel like you haven't accomplished anything. Yeah. And there was a point in time I felt like that. But I had to, like, look back and say to myself, like, I'm not on anybody's clock. I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm in my own lane, on my own journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Latrell may be booming in her business as a friend or a person on social media that doesn't know her but that sees her. I'm like, you go, girl. Right. Like, I'm proud of you. Like, you're inspiring me, to you know, to go get it. Right. But not in the sense of feeling, like, down on myself. Right. Like, man, like, you know, like, I don't have anything. I'm not... No, you know, so I think it really is about your mind and how strong you are. It can play tricks on you if you let it. And so, I mean, take the good, you know, and use it to elevate you. And what's not good, you just leave it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Social media can be a lot. It, I mean, it really is. I wish I wasn't on there. <laughs> so think about us as adults. And then you have these. Yeah, so think about like Gen Z. Oh I don't gosh. Gosh. think they should be on social media. I don't think so. I and they live in it. They were. They, they grew up. Yep. And uh, they yep. really didn't. We didn't. Like, I remember playing on the playground. Yep. Yeah. Like, you know, my parents was like, before it's dark, you need to get home. Mm-hmm. You know, like down south. I grew up in Fort Lauderdale. And I'm telling you, like, you know, on the playground, we don't. they don't do that no more. Right. Like, you know, we used to do the... X and O and the um, what do you call it? Jump rope, jump rope and yeah. hopscotch. And all, yeah. what are you? Hop, yeah. hop, hop, hopscotch. Oh my God, I can't yeah. speak hopscotch. Yeah. Jesus, that's old. But um, you know those type of things. They don't do it anymore. They're on their phones. They tap it out. They're yeah. content creators. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's even worse for them because I think you know we may have started like in our college years on social media. But they are actually starting like in middle school, and they're like consumed with it. Little kids, they're like, consumed, you know, and they know how to use it better than tablets. you and they me. Yeah, you know, like I don't even know how to use TikTok. My nine-year-old says all it. the time, "Mommy, like, let me see your phone." And how do you know? Right, and it's just, <laughs> how do you know? It's just so many different ones. You have Instagram, you have Twitter, you have Facebook, you have Snapchat, you have TikTok, you have all these other ones, and I'm just like, ugh, it's, it's a just lot. too much. It's a lot. So I mean. I think to each its own, at the end of the day, no matter how positive and, you know, all the great things you have to say about social media, it, it really depends on somebody's mindset, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. you know, if I it agree. ruins them or if it elevates them. So, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely, um, it can be hard, like, Latrell, you've been kind of talking a lot about, like, comparison, mm-hmm. because, like, you'll see, like, a, um, an influencer, they'll have, like, 100,000 likes right. and all of this other stuff, yeah. but you really, one, you don't know what it took for them to get there, right. and then, like, they have whole teams, <laughs> So it's like you can't really believe what you see right. on social media. Right. Yep. And kind of what you and he said about running your own race. Mm-hmm. It's like you never know where you're going to end up or what this one thing that you started but it's going to be in, like, five years. So it's kind of just in your lane. Yeah, and truth is, I think we all put the best things on there. Let's just be yes. honest, yes. right? Like, you know, I'm not going to put, you know, a picture on there of me in something that I don't feel confident in. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest, right? right? Mm-hmm. Something that looks raggedy or right. that doesn't compliment me, right? right? So I think unconsciously, like, let's just be honest, we all put our best foot mm-hmm. forward when we're on social media. Filters. From the pictures, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, those filters are cute, but you know, they can really say a lot about an individual, yeah. right? 
it can show that you have low self-esteem that, you know, like you've never taken any picture without a filter. Like I love filters too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm just saying that literally unconsciously, like we are trying to be this perfect being mm-hmm. on social media. We are depicting a picture of perfection yep. and we're not right. Cause um, people only know what I put out on social media. They mm-hmm. don't know the real Junie. Mm-hmm. And social media is a component of Junie. Like, everything on social media is Junie. Right. Let me say that. Right. But I, there is also components of Junie that's not on social media. Yeah. yeah. And it'll never be on social media. Period. <laughs> so, yeah. It doesn't need to be on social media. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, that's a whole episode in itself just yeah. like social media right right <laughs> but to kind of um bring our podcast episode to a close we've been talking about luxury and just different things i think you guys both are very fashionable thank you yeah. do you like shopping i do um but i don't shop i don't like shopping in person you like online shopping yes what's your favorite place to shop um, I don't know if I want to tell my stores and then you guys. Yeah, know okay. Where I put my <laughs> well, they should be sponsoring you if you're putting people on. Yeah, right, right. No, but I mean, I have a variety of stores that okay. I like to shop a lot. <laughs> but and and I and I'm not an expensive shopper. What I will say, I do like nice things. So you know, like I said, if anybody wants to gift me, I'll definitely send the information. But <laughs> I'm a cheap shopper. Mm-hmm. Like nobody believes me when I say that. Like. Seriously, you can still look nice and well put together, you know, inexpensively. You don't mm-hmm. have to go out, you know, and charge your, you know, put your whole credit card on there. And, right. That's insane. You know, like, and people do it because we're trying to keep oh, up with crazy. everything and everybody. Like, literally, every time you get paid. I remember, I think it was in high school, I used to do that. I used to work at Wet Seal at the West Oaks Mall. And I literally, every time I got paid, I would go shopping. Wow. Until the next check, and then I would go shopping. Right? And so you don't realize that you're doing this. But as you get older, hopefully you get out of that mindset right. to, like, waste, not waste your money on looking good alone. Right. There's nothing wrong with shopping, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that in moderation. And also, if you have it, it's your business. How, whatever you do with your money is your business. Right. But, um, yeah. I'll say that, that took me back to luxury, not living paycheck to paycheck. Hey, Period. That's Financial definitely freedom, good yes. Credit. Having a retirement on. fund. Yes, that's yeah. definitely yes. Like, that's lit. That yes. is luxury. <laughs> that is. I think that's definitely luxury. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and truth be told, a lot of us live paycheck to check yeah. paycheck. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a lot of people in this world are living paycheck that's, to paycheck. For yeah. millennials, a huge amount of us, like majority of us, has less than a thousand dollars saved, and it's just like the norm. Is it because because you know, of the economy, just, because of the pay rate, because we're not saving? It's like a lot of different it's factors. Because we're not saving, like, yeah. You waste yeah. money on food. I, I mean, I'm a foodie. I'm still a foodie. I'll always be a foodie. But I feel like you know, like there was a point in time when I used to go out to eat all the time, right? And so there's nothing wrong with going out to eat. But come on, like imagine you spending twenty five dollars every day, thirty, forty five here, fifty here. That adds it up. Adds That's up. money that could have been in your savings account, yeah. right? So it's all about perspective. Yeah. You just have to change the way we think, and we'll live better. Yeah. Life Definitely. will be better, yeah. right? It doesn't mean that you can have a million dollars in the bank, you know, in one year. No, but like, you have a couple of thousand at the end of the year. If, if something happens, right. like you, you're covered. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we got to do better. We do. We have to do better. But um, do you like shopping with y'all? I do. I'm like Junie, though. I've, I've gotten spoiled, so not really uh, in person. I would say my biggest thing, of course, you know, I wear my own clothing. But Period. Um, I would say my biggest thing is Amazon. I'm like you. I, I love like, Amazon. Uh, I've never shopped from clothing on Amazon yet. Really? Yes. I've bought a few things on there. But I, anything Amazon. I've recently started thrifting. Like, oh, this little blazer right here came it's from giving. Goodwill. Blazer's it's cute. very cute. It is. That that from, from Amazon? Goodwill. It's giving oh, Olivia Pope. It's cold. cute. Oh. It's very nice. <laughs> Yes. Thank you, darling. Yes. And, like, there was a point in time that was a trend. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. going to the thrift store. But I don't think people are really talking about it anymore. Anymore. Yeah. But it yep. was a time that, like, oh, vintage. Right. You know, this That's and that. That's exactly look. what they were calling it. And, you know, why yeah. was it a trend? I mean, like, why did everybody flock to go getting? Yeah. Because everybody else was doing it. Yeah. But there was a point in time, like, it's embarrassing to walk into a thrift store. And, like, exactly. you would never get caught, you exactly. know, in a thrift store. And now it's like, oh, I got to go to a thrift store. Right. So, it's all about following the trend. People so fake, bro. Right. Y'all so cast. Okay. So what has been like your favorite purchase that you've made? Like, do you have like a favorite article of clothing? Or like something's like, man, 
I love this. What can I say? I really like shoes. So I I have some um favorite shoes. Oh, I will say my purses. I just recently went to Ross earlier. I this saw week. <laughs> Yes. And so I got I told my husband because I had been wanting um I don't even remember what kind of purse was it? Was it just a simple Kate Spade? Uh, oh, I love Kate Spade, child. They have cute stuff. I feel like it might have been her, but it was it was high. It was either uh, probably three something, and so I went and I found like a, a a burgundy purse, and I found a matching scarf that goes with it, or was the same color. I found the hunter green, which was the color of the purse that I originally wanted. I found a gray one. I found a black you one. You bought all and of I it? Found, no. He, he said I was being a little ridiculous, yes. but the, I was, <laughs> it was half of the price. Right, of right, the five right. was half of the price of the one. So I said, I'll put it back and just get three. And then he realized I was saying it was half the price of the one. He was like, oh, you could have gotten You said it after I put the stuff back and I, I'm in the people line. Right. Now you want to say that. So I just got the three. So those were like the highlights of my week. I was so uh, I love that for you. Yes. Good. At Ross. Dress for list, shop for list. You can, you can look real cute. Oh, yeah, I have no real problem cute. with Ross. Ross, yeah. I just don't like the ones around Rachel. like where I live. You got to find the good you, ones. You yeah, got to no, go in the, like, certain areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it, I feel like that had to be a day that the truck had just come. Because, <laughs> right. Because it usually <laughs> like Christmas gifts. Right. It was. It, I was like, this is an excellent day to shop for Christmas Right, gifts. right. Yeah. Y'all are hilarious. Yeah, that was my favorite <laughs> little purchase recently. Okay. I think my favorite purchase that I made last year, I bought this really cute pair of Steve Madden heels. Okay. I haven't worn them yet because like I'm waiting for the right dress, but they're really cute. Awesome. Well, Steve Madden has nice, he does. He does. nice stuff. Um, for me, I think that as you get older, <laughs> I'm not that old, guys, but as you get older, you um, evolve even in your style. Yeah. And so, I don't know, like, a nice suit makes me feel so sexy. Oh, yes. You know? Like, I love it. I love uh, it. Same color, two-piece. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. It's just, like, it's yes. sexy. Yes. Yeah. It's giving power. It makes me feel boss. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, I actually bought, I bought, like, six recently in different colors, but I just love suits. Oh, I love and it. for what I do, like, when I go, I like to... Mm-hmm feel good about myself mm-hmm. when you feel good that's another thing guys if you ever ever having a bad day just fix how you how you how you look yes. like your hair go get your nails done go get your feet done if you have it go get your feet done you know put something nice on it makes you feel amazing about yourself and so for me suits is it it's it right now we love a good season. power suit i really do yes you can't tell me nothing be like who I saw a Suits and Sneaks event, I think, on Facebook. I did. The other I did. Day. And I um, with like, Monique. I, I forgot her last name. Right. Yeah. That's what it made was me nice. about it. <laughs> and you can do so much with suits. You can dress up can. or dress down. Yeah. You don't always have to wear heels with it. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. Bossy. Now, you make me want to get, like, a cute suit. Right? Yeah. Like I'm going to tell you where I got mine off here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Super cute and cheap. Love this for us. Yes. Okay, so um, thank you guys so much for coming to my podcast. Thank you for having us. I enjoyed it. I love that. You know, lifelong connection. That's what you make on a mama with it. Yes, definitely. (laughs) This is my first time meeting Junie, and I love her. Thank you. Love you, too. We'll we'll connect after for sure. (laughs) I also don't believe in coincidences, guys. I believe that when you meet somebody, especially if you feel like, you know, the energy is right. I don't necessarily like to use the word energy. Because um, that could be like astrology. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like deep, but you get what I mean. Yeah, it's it's cousin just, to yeah, like it's the positivity. Universe. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so please tell my A squad where they can follow you and connect with you. Awesome. Awesome. So I am on Instagram at Shop Polished by LN. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, which is uh, Polished by Latrell Nicole. I recently started a LinkedIn. Like today. I did too recently. Like like today because of this expo I went to that told me basically I needed a LinkedIn. Right. So, yeah, I think I'm Latrell Williams on there, but I'm trying to do better. But polished by Latrell Nicole. Okay. She's very active on Instagram, y'all. I, I do my best. Okay, that's good. <laughs> what about you, Jeannie? So I had to pull out my phone because I have a few. Hello. <laughs> so on Instagram, I am under... Okay, sorry. I am under the only Junie Boyer. So T-H-E-O-N-L-Y, Junie Boyer, J-U-N-I-E-B-O-Y-E-R, together. So the only Junie Boyer, that is my personal page. Um, I also have a nonprofit, uh, and that page is 
the number four, her, H-E-R, underscore, perspective. So for her, underscore, perspective. That's the nonprofit organization. And I have a group of women um, that I uh, cater to in this season with everything I'm not. So that is everything, underscore, I'm, I am, underscore, not events. So everything underscore I'm underscore not events. Um, so definitely follow me on IG, very active on IG. Also, I have a Facebook, a personal Facebook, Junie Boyer, J-U-N-I-E, last name B-O-Y-E-R. And I have a nonprofit Facebook. <laughs> Got to be active, guys. Period. A nonprofit Facebook uh, for her perspective. So um, you'll definitely find me on there. So let's connect. I yes. And I will have all of this information in the podcast notes in case you didn't catch something. <laughs> yes, because that was a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, and you guys know, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Momote. Same on, wait, I don't have a Facebook anymore. Facebook took away my account and I have no idea how to get it back. What? We'll work on that because yes. I know somebody that happened to them too. What's going on? <laughs> But you can follow me on Instagram, and then you can follow me on Twitter, underscore Kile. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Um, Thank you for sharing space and energy with us. So keep God first, and go be great. Bye. Bye. Bye.